You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Don't you see? It's so simple. Step one, we Google the biggest flops on Broadway. Step two, we find the crazy stories behind them. Step three, we see how they lose millions of dollars. Millions? Broadway isn't cheap. A lot of fancy people want to be producers. Step four, find out why the show won't go on. Step five, end this episode and head to Times Square. Times Square? That'll never work. Only Broadway successes are in Times Square. (laughs) Oh, ye of little faith. Oh my gosh. <laughs> are we recording? We now? are back. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's been we are. a very long time. It's been so long. <laughs> I don't even. We didn't record. Well, no. We took off August and September. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, what we did. You know what? It was necessary. Yeah. It was. We were just having a conversation about burnout. <laughs> and I think we both felt it. Yeah. We both felt I feel it in my day job. Yeah. You probably do as well. It's Maybe day job and all of my, the other things that are happening. So the other things that are <laughs> happening are fun things. And then the day job is what it is. Yes. But like I'm pays tired. <laughs> totally tired. And yeah. I shouldn't even say day job. I should say day jobs. <laughs> right. And you work and seven all days of my a other week. hustles. Like I just, yeah, I don't give myself a break. And I don't like to I don't like to be idle you right. know that about me right, right. but I also I I need to find a balance because yeah. it's so t- oh hi welcome to Theater <laughs> Geeks Anonymous <laughs> this will be uh is meant to be a mini-sode yeah but because we've been gone a long time we promise nothing <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk as long as we want to <laughs> and you're gonna listen <laughs> maybe i mean maybe. you don't have to right it's but up we to like you. it if we like yeah we'd be really happy if you listen to us uh yeah t- so it's not it today is going to be different it's not going to be any flops there's no scandals no. no uh there's technically not even any new work no so oh except well king kong i'm actually really right, excited but about that, this but this won't be that episode we'll talk no. about that in the Shh, pamela you're getting ahead <laughs> of yourself this well, well this episode we'll talk about um so if you listen to the episode where we talked about like when this podcast first oh dear we're starting off really well here okay Okay, um, I have to just explain that Sweepy never used to be allowed to play with balls in the house because oh. she obsesses over them. Oh. But just recently, mm-hmm. she noticed where I kept the stash of balls. No! <laughs> Which is, like, up above. Why does she have to be so smart? I don't know. <laughs> it's a terrier. She's a terrier. Uh, so, anyway, she saw them all, and she just obsessively <laughs> barked at where they were hidden. And so then I would just give her like one ball at a time, but that wasn't enough because no. I would put one ball down and she would keep barking at the place where all of them were hidden. So I finally was like, fine, if you want to play with these balls, here, all of the balls. And I threw out, I think there are eight balls in rotation oh, no. right now. And so if you hear her barking, it's because it rolled under a table and her poor little eight inch self can't fit. I mean, it can, but she doesn't want to do it. Of course it. she can. Of course she can fit. She's just... But she likes me to get down on She's my hands high and knees maintenance. And reach. She's very high maintenance. <laughs> and yet I still love her. <laughs> I 
Oh, and can I also just talk? Okay, I'm what? sorry. I've got another dog story. And okay. I'm going to tell it before we get to the theater stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a, a foster community called Friends with Four Paws, dog fostering uh, Friends with Four Paws here in Astoria. And uh, I've got a friend who is pretty heavily involved in it. And so she texted me and said, hey, we've got this foster dog that really needs a groom, like bath and a haircut. He's in some you, in bad shape. And I was like, I would love to help. So I gave them a little mm-hmm. discount and we, we scheduled it. <laughs> Puddles all up in your grill right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is the dog episode. <laughs> um, anyway, so we scheduled that grooming for yesterday and gizmo came such a good name gizmo i love him i love him he's got to be like a chorky like a chihuahua yorkie mix he reminds me of sweet pea but he's slightly smaller than she is Mm -hmm. and i finished his groom and he was so sweet and so playful and i almost adopted him on the spot There's like no room I need for three dog. dogs no. here. I need a, another dog like I need a hole in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Okay. Did, did, let's, yeah. Who Do you know where he went? Well, he's with a family, a foster family right now in okay. the Bronx. Okay. But no, no applications have gone in for him. And I said, you know, it's probably because of the way he looks right now. Yeah. Did so they put new, new pictures I'm hoping they after? did. I gave him a little necktie. So freaking It's cute. like neon green and black stripes. What's the name of your pa- your uh your bows thing again? Oh, um, rough ribbons. Rough ribbons. R U F F. Rough ribbons. If any listeners have a dog, you should go to rough, at rough ribbons. Yep, uh, on, Instagram. on Instagram. Check mm-hmm. my check my ribbons out. I make little <laughs> dog bows, and they're really cute. But they're not just for hair, because like some dogs don't have hair, right. and they still need some bows. They still yeah. need to look really adorable. And so for those, I've actually got um, <laughs> I make it out of pantyhose of all things. Uh, and it's super soft and stretchy, yeah. so yeah. it fits right around their neck. Mm-hmm. And I um, have three different colors, black, white, and tan, for all the various colors of dog that I come into contact with. That's so cute. <laughs> so, yeah, Ralph Ribbons, check me out. Oh, this is going to be real irritating, isn't it? Okay, sorry, just bear with us, family. Little Theater Geeks Anonymous family. Okay, hopefully, I've got the water bottle. I will spray her every time she barks. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get through this. So tell me. So when Pamela and I first uh, were talking, we, we, when we, we, that day that we went to Brooklyn um, and we, oh my Lord. (laughs) Oh man. Oh, she she got away. No, that was a hack. That was a hack. (laughs) She sometimes hacks like an old man. And she's still barking. Because she got away from me. Because she knocked into my... It's like they work together. <laughs> Puddle knocks into the microphone. Sweepy, like, runs away. All right. Oh my God. Get her. We are going to be quiet. You're going to sit in my lap. And you're going to enjoy the show. <laughs> got it. <laughs> what a trip. All okay. Right. <laughs> so Take now I'm five. telling it for the... Fi- Maybe you'll cut this out. Nah, maybe not. We'll have to see how how much I, how I'm feeling later. <laughs> uh, when we when we were the day we were in Brooklyn, and we just were like incessantly talking about theater and came up with this podcast idea. One of the things that I said to Pamela was when I was a kid, I would uh, always fall asleep on the couch, especially on Fridays after TJF on ABC. Totally. Who remembers that? Hopefully, most of you. <laughs> And um, 
my mom would see that I had not gotten up and it would be like probably around midnight or something. And I would still be downstairs and she would come downstairs and be like, Ebony, it is midnight, go to bed. And I would be like, but mom, theater talk's coming on. <laughs> so when I found out that the television show Theater Talk um, had been canceled and mind you, uh, it was officially announced in September. Was it? I yeah. I remember that. Well, here's the thing. It was officially announced in September, um, but uh, the way that I found out about it was from my Broadway briefing. Okay. And But it had, it had actually been canceled in July. Oh. So we didn't even really know for three months. So I was, like, waiting. I was, like, when is my show coming back? I was, like, oh. the season starting back up. I used to love to watch the um, critics roundtable about yep. what they were excited about. <laughs> um, and now I also listen to um, the podcast Three on the Aisle because three of the critics um, from Theater Talk have, have a podcast that I really, really dig. Uh, and so, yeah, so I just wanted to talk about that a little bit today. Yeah. Um, I would also. Yeah. Okay, so I don't, I don't think mine was like, I, I can't remember if it was really, really late at yeah. night or really, really early in the morning. Because it would come on at 1 a.m. in Maryland. Okay. So, I mean, I was central time, so mm -hmm. that would have been midnight my time. Yeah. I, and I, that might have been right. Yeah. That might have been right. My sister, my younger sister, Sarah, and I used to do Friday night up all nights. So cute. Uh, where we would go and spend our allowance at the Freedom Station on what the corner. <laughs> just behind, it's like a gas station. Just okay, like a, like a bodega kind of situation. Well, no, like a, like a BP, like a, oh, an actual okay. gas station. Okay. And this was in central Illinois. We don't have bodegas there. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have strip malls. Strip malls. <laughs> no, but. This is just like an actual gas station, but it was like brand new at the time. So it was still really nice and clean. Yeah. And we would go there and we would spend our $5 allowances oh. on like deli turkey meat in the bags and, you know, like soda. Well, I used to call it pop, but now I call it soda because that's what everybody calls it here. But I grew up with pop. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and whatever else we wanted to eat and snack on. Mm -hmm. So we would take that home and we would watch the TGIF mm -hmm. and we would watch like the Nickelodeon stuff that we liked. <laughs> I think Roundhouse was on Friday nights. That kind of, the, Those shows. Loved them. And then we would try to stay up all night long. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have to put a stop to this. Yeah, it's bad. I don't know what. She knew you were coming. Okay. <laughs> Now that I put a stop to the barking, let me finish my story. <laughs> so we would, and we would try to stay up as long into the night as we possibly could. And we actually did a really good job of it. I mean, there was this horrible show on USA called, it was Rhonda Shearer, Up All Night, I think it was called. Yes. Up I know what you're night. talking about. I'm like, yes, all she, she was just all boobs. But as a kid, I never thought that any of this was sexualized. So it was just like a gross B movie. <laughs> um, anywho. Uh, anyway, so. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
at some point in the evening or early on in the morning, mm-hmm. we we would turn on PBS as kind of a palate cleanser. And so theater talks was in that. Yeah. But it was also something like as I got older, when I had my own TV in my own room, but I didn't have cable, PBS yeah. was one of the only stations you could get. So right. theater talk was one of those shows that you that I would watch. And it was also because I, you know, in my my family was a theater family. Right. So I grew up with that and I just loved it. I loved hearing their conversations and I liked thinking like maybe one day mm-hmm. I'll know as much as they know. <laughs> it's so stupid. Or like I'll have an opinion about this because I, I'll have been able to see it. Like I have it, to tell you though yeah. that that dream kind of came true because I tweeted about how sad I was. Yeah. And Theater Talk wrote back and they oh. said, I'm so glad someone like you has a TV, a show now. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. So, like, they're proud of us, Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's really neat. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, and and for both of us, like, I mean, I was four hours from, from New York, but I didn't go until I was 16, and central Illinois is a lifetime away. Well, we've got Chicago, but, yeah. you know... I. I can count on one hand the number of times we were able to get up to Chicago to see a show. Right. You know, so, and, you know, and they were great shows. Yeah. That is Broadway Yeah, Chicago's great. You know, absolutely. They, their shows come here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they call it Broadway in Chicago. Those, you know, when a, when a show starts. um, Right. But also like, uh, um, not second stage. There's at Second the, City. Yeah, Second City. Mm-hmm. I mean, August Osage County came from Chicago. Yeah, like well, they've got Steppenwolf. Yeah, and they, yeah, the Goodman. Yeah, it's just really good. Theater great is theater there. fantastic there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's also three hours from where I grew yeah. up, and there were four of us kids, and so you know, it was you, you know you just kind of had to pick and choose what what you were willing to do. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but it theater regardless of that i think that what theater talks did was they brought into little pamela from central illinois yeah. home or little um johnny who lives in I don't know, i'm trying to think of like where's the middle Idaho. of nowhere or yeah exactly like oklahoma or yeah. some place where you know theater isn't as accessible mm-hmm. uh, and they really brought it to life and they made you feel like okay like this is something that's accessible right. to me even if i'm not able to go and actually see a broadway show yeah yeah 100 percent. there there would be I would stay up late and I would watch it and, you know, you would hope like, you know, you, you, you would, you would hope or you would dream that like maybe one day you could go to New York just to like, you know, see a show. And, Mm -hmm. you know, now we both live here and (laughs) I mean, I've seen a lot of shows Yeah, and I, I sometimes like I'll sit in a theater and think how ridiculous it is (laughs) that like. Little me would never have thought I could just be like, hey, so-and-so, do you want to go see a Broadway show today? Like, I can get a ticket for 40 bucks. Like, it doesn't doesn't make sense in my head. Mm -hmm. Because Little Ebony, this was just, like, a dream. And so I would watch, like, theater talk and... Whenever PBS would have great performances yeah. on, like that was how oh, I was loved able to great performances. Right? right, loved. Like the man who came to dinner with Nathan Lane still lodged in my brain. <laughs> awesome. Like I great performances. I love it. Yeah, 
Les Mis. I mean, like the concert oh, version of yes. Les Mis for me is yeah. it, it is still so ingrained <laughs> in my brain. I loved that. Yeah. And I remember that my mom actually during one of the PBS telethons mm-hmm. bought the DVD or the it was a VHS at the time. <laughs> they didn't have DVDs yet. No. But she bought the VHS of that concert version of Les Mis oh. for me for Christmas. <laughs> it was the best thing in the world. And I I probably just destroyed that tape it was so so good (laughs) and that that's the thing like you could watch a live great performance like that and then you could go to theater talk and you could watch interviews with those people and so like when we were growing up there was no social media Mm -hmm. to to feel connected to um the people on broadway that you loved like we couldn't just follow lin-manuel miranda on twitter we couldn't just follow laura benanti on instagram like that wasn't a thing we could do right so theater talk was like the closest thing you had to that was like you were able to watch these people talk about more in depth it was sort of like um you know sorry guys but it's like pulling back the curtain. We get to look behind the curtain. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know? Well, it made it, it made it not so daunting yeah. to think, how am I, how am I supposed to ever become a broad? Like right. that was for me, at least it, yeah. it, the dream was always there, but like, how do I do it? Right. How do, how do, how does someone get there? How, mm-hmm. Do I have to live in, like, did I have to grow up in New York? Right. Cause then, I mean, like, you had stories like Bernadette Peters who actually did grow up in New York. Right. So you're like, oh, so I guess that's that's what you have to do. You just have to be there. <laughs> but then you've also got like other people like Terrence Mann who didn't. Yeah. He he was in central, you know, central Midwest. I think he was in Indiana, wasn't he? Or no, like North Carolina. I'm not sure. Oh, I can't remember now. I'm sorry. Terrence. But it was somewhere that was not New York City. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. And he, you know, and he was one of the big ones when I was growing, like when I yeah. was finally able to He's buy my own shows. Yeah. I love him. I love him. We've had <laughs> we've had that conversation too. <laughs> totally crush on Terrence. Anywho. <laughs> but it's, you know, they really helped you to see yeah. that this was an absolutely possible thing. Yeah. And it was I loved that. I loved that. Yeah. I, w- I wonder how many uh, actors now who grew up, you know, like we did, also being the odd child who was this obsessed with theater. Because, like, for me, although my uh, my mom accepted it, like, nobody else in my family was like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so I was the only one staying up to watch it. I was yeah. the, you know, I was the only one constantly being told, Ebony, it's late, go to bed. <laughs> and I was up, like, there would be, um, like, if great performances was on late, I was mm-hmm. up watching that. Theater talk, I was up late. Uh, at one point, we had HBO, and there was, like, The Death of a Salesman with Brian Dennehy oh, was on. Awesome. And I was up late watching that. My yeah. mom was like, like you, it got to a point where she would just come in and be like, what are you watching? Yeah. Cause she knew it was like some theater thing. I was up too late obsessing over, but yeah. Theater talk just brought all of those people like right into your living room mm-hmm. and made them so personable and, and personal. And well, they were real people. Yeah. Right. And so it, they just didn't feel like they were, it, it made them feel less like they were just these far away mm-hmm. figures that 
you you couldn't grasp almost like they were like heavenly celestial beings they just brought them (laughs) down to earth well it kind of reminds me of like classic hollywood from like the 30s 40s 50s Mm -hmm. where these celebrities were they were just movie stars they weren't real people they were celestial beings we just could admire them from afar but we didn't know who they were Mm -hmm. and it was kind of nice actually Mm -hmm. because once you did get to know who they were they kind of disappointed like people do (laughs) and then you've got this weird kind of transitional stage where you've got the magazines but really all the magazines care about are movie actors and they don't care a lick about Broadway performers so little ebony and little pamela Mm -hmm. are you know we are in love with this art form Mm -hmm. that really we feel like nobody cares about right especially where we are right because we are not you know not surrounded by other people that feel the same way that we do (laughs) you know so it's we you know i feel like we I think I thrived on being an outcast at that point, though, because mm-hmm. I did love it so much yeah. that I was like, I don't care if you can, if you like it. I'm going <laughs> to like listen to this song. And I would do this a lot. I would bring a CD on my Walkman. Um, so yes. Good. I know. Right. When like you could maybe have a day's life of ba- on your batteries and then you'd have yeah. to switch them out. And yeah. that was like four triple or no, not even triple A. It was like four double A batteries mm-hmm. <laughs> that are completely. I don't think you even need double A batteries anymore. I'm not. I feel like it's Mostly all triple A. Or anyway. those little infinity round silver oh, ones. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, but anyway, so I would bring my Walkman to school with me and mm-hmm. then I'd be like, Hey, and I'd pass over my headphones and be like, <laughs> listen to this song. And it'd be like something from rent or, or it was like, oh, there was this one, oh, one phrase in into the woods. And I can't think of, it's like something that Jack sings. And I think it's in the opening number and it just makes me laugh every single time I hear it. <laughs> and so I would cue it up and I'd be like, yeah, listen to this. And then I'd watch their face mm-hmm. and then I'd go, isn't that hysterical? And they're like, yeah and you're like come on it's great yeah, it's great <laughs> or when you did find a kindred spirit mm-hmm. and i'd blast it in my car and it'd be like you know um we both reached for the gun from yeah. chicago and we would the two of us would be singing and oh yes so oh, yes so oh, yes they both oh yes they both oh yes they both you know we would like would so both, good. we would both know the words and it was like the most amazing thing because it took me forever to learn that you know <laughs> so stupid but awesome and yeah. I, you just you know i mean i'm not far from that even now <laughs> get real excited when i yeah that's how it was about hamilton that oh, was like sure. five minutes ago <laughs> it's not changed i wish that i could like sit and learn the new stuff mm-hmm. the way that i sat and learned all of the stuff that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. I just don't have the time anymore. But like, I, because I would, I would listen to it over and over. Most of the time, the CDs would come with the The librettos that had the liner notes Mm -hmm. that had all of the words and I would pour over it. If they didn't, I would listen to it and write everything down longhand (laughs) and literally listening to it, like listen to one line, stop, write it all down. Rewind it a little bit. Listen to that again. Make sure all the words were correct. Go on to the next line. I did that with all of Les Mis. <laughs> wow. That's dedication. So, but, but that's like when that audition came, right. Pamela had spent like 20 years may- being ready. I researched it well before I even thought I had a chance of being yeah. in it. Oh, yeah. Like that's, I mean, that's how much I loved it at that point in yeah. time. Like I could spend all my time doing that. 
And I gladly, gladly did. I would make my mixtapes because at the time my car had a, a cassette okay. uh, tr- uh, yeah. deck and yep. not a CD player. Right. So I would make little mixtapes. And I had, I think I had 10 of them named mixtape one, mixtape two, mixtape three, and so on. Mm-hmm. You understand. Well, I had that with... <laughs> I had that with CDs because you would get, I had a cassette player in the car, mm-hmm. but you could get the adapter. Yeah, yeah. So I, I finagled this situation where <laughs> like I, you, you could get the adapter for the CD player and I put Velcro on my dashboard <laughs> so that the CD player would stick to, the portable CD player would stick to the dashboard yes. and like play my, nice. that's how well, I see, had I did it in reverse. Mm-hmm. I had the cassette adapter for my car, but mm-hmm. I would use my CD Walkman. Yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> oh, about. okay, okay. And I would put the Velcro yes, on the brilliant. thing. Yes. No, I didn't have the Velcro. That would have been smart. No, mine <laughs> just skipped every time I hit a bump. <laughs> Or would like pop open. Yeah, that was the best part of the song. (laughs) Man, a lot of you are like, I don't know what they're talking about. You guys have it so good. You You really do. MP3 players. (laughs) No skipping. Like all you, all you have to worry about is running out of memory. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We had battery issues. Well, they have battery issues too. That's true. But you just get to plug it into the wall. Yeah, you don't even have have an external battery source. You can just. So different. It's so different. Yeah, no, I memorize now on my hour-long commute to work. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, my commute's 12 minutes. Right. There's no time. No time at all. Mm -hmm. There's no time. No time. Yeah. So, you guys, um, if you did not watch Theater Talk, then I suggest you go to youtube mm. and watch it is because, it on yeah all they're all there nice they're all on youtube literally all you have to do is go to the search in youtube and search theater talk and theater is spelled correctly with an the, re the way that we spell it <laughs> thank you and you will find susan haskins and michael riedel awesome and they will teach you about many 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 years of theater and you will <laughs> love it i will say that the format yeah is for for this generation, yeah. it's a little difficult. I will say you're going to have a little trouble because it's not like, it's not fast enough. If you're used to, like, the people that have been born in the last 20 to 20, 20 yeah. to 25 years, uh-huh. I feel like it might, but just stick with it. Yeah, I well, I haven't watched any of the old ones. In, well, like, like we, live, we live in a Netflix, Netflix and chill society right. now. It's difficult to have to sit through something that's just a little bit on the slower side. Do you know what I mean? I guess so. Well, because I think about, I think about the other theater shows that mm-hmm. you can watch, and I, I'll be honest. I like the questions on Theater Talk better. Yeah. Oh, I do um, too. I felt like they I, were. This is not. I'm just warning. This is a potential warning. This is this show is not extra for theater. It is not. So if you want TMZ or extra <laughs> for theater, then that's not this. That's not this. This is just really interesting stuff. So if you can get past the format, stick with it. I think you'll really enjoy it. If you love theater as I much as Ebony like and I do. I feel like if you love theater, you'll like theater it's talk. true. I think and, so too. And like if you don't, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> 
So listen to Theater Talk. Yeah. And listen to our podcast. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And and send them some goodbye love because it's really, yeah. it's the end of the era. What's it's really the, upsetting. Do you know where their Twitter handle is? Uh, yeah, it's just at Theater Talk. Okay. That's their Twitter handle. Um, and they're so How nice. How long have they been on the air? It's got to be oh, like. Oh, it's 25 years. It is 25 yeah. years. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. That's a lot. It's, it is. It's a long time. It's more than some people are married. And alive. <laughs> it's true. I suppose. In a morbid way? <laughs> yes. I, I suppose that's yeah, true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, that's it uh, for this mini-sode. And, um, yeah, a little piece of our childhood is gone. But <laughs> but uh, we loved you, Theater Talk. Yes. And you will be so missed. Yes. So missed. Um, and that's it for our episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.